This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. So hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. It is Paul Goff with you. Uh, great to be here. It is, uh, as I record this, August the 8th. It is... Uh, Thursday morning at 9.44 we are um, we are in England again and it's uh, it's my final uh, final day before I take a couple of weeks off with the, uh, the kits we've got uh, a new baby due next week I think I've mentioned on the podcast we've got a baby due uh, Wednesday the 14th so um, taking a few days off before always love to spend time with uh, Natalie and the kids just uh, as we are uh, as a family right now if you like and it's nice to just savor the moments the last few days of the family unit as is right now the four of us before we welcome the fifth into the world so I'm taking two and a half weeks off uh, which I'm just going to see uh, some great places in England uh, England is a great place to be in the summer with the light nights temperature is pretty nice right now and I'm just going to take some time to um, take the kids to places that we may not ordinarily wouldn't go because we um, we jet off usually to Spain or um, Europe or wherever we go Dubai usually kind of overlooking all of the great things that are on our doorstep so we're going to use the enforced uh, no flying period of time if you like in the summer to uh, see some sites in England uh, I'm going to head up to Annick Castle tomorrow to see uh, the place uh, where Harry Potter, the movie, the castle, uh, was was filmed. So we're gonna head up there tomorrow with the kids. Uh, a couple of theme parks, a place called Flamingo Land. We're gonna head up to Tynemouth in uh, Newcastle. Great places for the kids on the beach. I live on the northeast coast, my home in England. Um, so we're just gonna head out, head out to York, I think, for the day. Durham. Uh, what else have we got planned? A place called Chesterley Street, Riverside Park, uh, again, which we went to last week. So just planning a lot of day trips uh, with the kids and just uh, literally wake up, take them on an adventure and uh, switch the phone off. There'll be no phone activity or certainly very, very little. Uh, leave the house at nine o'clock and uh, whenever we get back is whenever we get back and we'll get up and do it all again. Obviously, in between, we'll take uh, two or three days for the baby. Natalie uh, likes to get out and be uh, on the go as, uh, in, and into a routine as quickly as possible. Uh, so we'll take a few days after the baby's born just to relax around the house and then we'll um, we'll start one or two little uh, trips again and um, see where we end up. We've got a, a, a whole host of places that we're going to plan on taking the kids across the course of the next two and a half weeks. First of all as a four and then as a five. So I'm um, very excited, uh, very excited for that, uh, to, uh, that to happen and that baby to arrive next um, next week. So um, yeah, today, all right, what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about lessons learned from my deleted YouTube channel. This really is a lessons learned uh, podcast. So I'm going to share with you today what happened to me. We had our YouTube channel deleted um, and the uh, consequences of that uh, were not as big as it might have been and I'm going to explain to you why. Uh, first, my new channel is The Paul Goff. So we lost a complete YouTube channel with thousands of videos and uh, years and years and years of, of, um, of data. But anyway, life goes on. So uh, you could do me a big favor. Um, I'm going to share with you some lessons today about that. But just as soon as you can, head over to The Paul Goff on YouTube to give my YouTube channel a following. We used to have about 2,000 uh, of you subscribed. Now we've lost 
we've lost that so everybody who was subscribed we've lost so i'm kind of communicating with you through the podcast if you like to get you back uh, as a subscriber i need to get to a thousand subscribers very quickly to get my privileges back if you like as a uh, as an influencer so if you could help me out i think we're about 150 right now we only released the uh, new channel a few days ago so we're already at about 150 if you could help me get to 1000 i get certain privileges back and i can do more things and i can just continue to put out podcasts and and uh youtube videos and just stuff i can i can generally do more with so you'd help me greatly if you could head over to uh, my youtube channel the paul goff uh, give it a subscribe and, and just dig into the videos there that we're putting there for you every single day. So the Paul Goff is the place you need to get to for my new YouTube channel where we uh, are putting up all of the old videos that were lost or deleted, if you like, back onto the server, plus all of the new ones. So um, what else have I got coming up? A little housekeeping for you before I dig into the lessons. Uh, we have, I think the strategic planning day in Dublin is just about sold out. You might want to send an email to see if we do have a seat but it looks like we're gonna actually have about 14 or 15 people in the room that day which is uh mega and um is a testament to uh the people of ireland and europe that they are uh, willing to learn uh what it really takes to plan and think strategically about the business and um think and plan before you do um i'm all for doing but not till you've thought and at least create a, a little plan. Uh, the next one will be in Orlando in October the 17th. Uh, five cities in five days uh, is exploded. We are already, uh, we did an application form to my mastermind group uh, just yesterday. And I think we got something like 33 applications for me to come in, uh, head into their clinic to do some staff training. So we're gonna be heading up the East Coast uh, from September the 9th to the 13th. And it looks like we're gonna be stopping in places like Virginia, uh, we're going to be heading up to Portsmouth for sure. We're going to be in New Jersey. We're going to be in New York City. Uh, and then we could be in and around uh, Pennsylvania or DC, that kind of area. So um, we'll post something on meetup.com in the next uh, week or so when we get everything finalized and all of the exact details. We're, we're planning on heading into clinics. Um, we're going to record the whole thing. We'll be all over YouTube. So you must be on YouTube or one of my subscribers there uh to watch this whole thing because it'll be live on youtube as i do it so you must follow me on the paul goff if you want to watch me staff train inside of five different clinics in five days uh it's completely unscripted it's whatever they want to talk about i'll i'll dig into with them any objections and challenges are just psychoanalysis of people that they want you know some help with to understand uh, so you'll get to watch it all live on youtube the paul goff is the only place that you will see uh the staff training happening live so head over there so uh, that's going to take place each day between two and six and then we're planning on uh, getting together at a local pub restaurant bar around about seven o'clock every night in that area so um, if you're in uh driving distance or flying distance if you just want to come in and say hello uh we will arrange a meet up at seven o'clock for all of the local clinic owners you know within an hour or two's distance uh, we'll have a great time uh get to meet you face to face just say hello and uh, come along and, and uh, bring your books, any books of mine that you've got. I'll happily sign them uh, for you, including the new one, which will be out in a couple of weeks for you to uh, to buy. I'll give you details on that when I come back after my time off. It is non-stop in Paul Goff's world. Um, non-stop, and we're loving every single second of it. We've got Sales Bootcamp 
coming up um, is our next big thing. You'll, you'll hear us talking about a lot. You've got till the end of August, so this will be my last mention it uh, mention of it to you. You've got till the end of August to get the cheapest price. Uh, you get $300 off if you book before August 31st. Send an email, paul at paulgoff.com. Caitlin will take care of you and we'll get you signed up for the sales bootcamp. Two days of learning how to sell and convert. Bring your staff. Uh, we're going to be in Orlando 7th and 8th of December uh, at the Hilton Hotel in Disney. Uh, it's the venue of most of our events in, in Orlando these days. Uh, Fab Hotel, right on Disney. Bring your family if you want. Uh, learn by day and have a lot of fun on a night. We'll have about 75 to 100 clinic owners from around the world at boot camp again this year. Send an email and get your seat uh confirmed we've got an accelerator launch coming up in september uh stay tuned and keep your eyes peeled for that we're going to do a big live uh six-week class of the new patient accelerator at the end of september uh so again if you are uh or thinking about doing accelerator um we'll be putting that out again um for you in september so that uh is what is happening right now um in paul's well sales boot camp 7th and 8th of December, send an email paul at paulgoff.com um, and we'll get you into one of the classes. Uh, and what else has happened over the last uh, couple of days? Brand new employee, we've hired a full-time Google Ads specialist. Uh, so we now have a, a fully certified uh, Google wizard, basically. Liam Gate has joined our team. He's a, uh, he's just a genius. We've used him for uh, a year or so now as a consultant to come in and help us with our setting up of ads and just modifying ads for our clients. Uh, we've got him in full time now in Paul Goff Media um, and we're planning on expanding our uh, done for you services at the end of the year and into 2020. So again, look, I practice what I preach. We're always planning, we're always recruiting, we're always hiring. We're always thinking about how do we uh, expand our services? How do we grow safely? Um, uh, making sure that the people that we bring in solve problems that, that we've got or stop, you know, limit, mitigate problems, if you like, uh, for growth. So uh, Liam's in the team, uh, our full-time Google Ads specialist. It is undoubtedly the number one thing that you should be doing um, with over four and a half years of data now for working with clients. I can tell you that Google AdWords done right uh, done right is the fastest way to more phone calls. Uh, I'll say no more. Google AdWords is the fastest way to more phone calls for your uh, business. And it still to this day for me was the thing that I look back and think, you know what, it was the, the game changer, if you like, seven or eight years ago when I thought, yeah, I can actually grow a business beyond word of mouth referrals. I can grow a business beyond waiting for an insurance company to refer me somebody. I can grow a business beyond uh, just sitting and waiting for the phone to ring because hopefully somebody uh, had found my number. Google AdWords was the gateway uh, for me for realizing that anything was possible. And I uh, still remember it and I've told this story many times. I bought a program on how to do Google Ads. I, I downloaded it onto a brand new iPad that I got around about uh, seven or eight years ago. Flew back from Hawaii into LA and then on the flight from LA back to London, um, I had 11 hours and I read and watched every single transcript and DVD on Google AdWords. Everybody around me was asleep. It was through the night. I studied every single video, arrived back in England, got to my clinic and set up a very basic set of Google Ads. Uh, and within a week, I'd probably had seven to 10 more phone calls from inquiry, you know, from patients inquiring than uh, I'd probably had in two months. So it really was the thing that lit the spark, if you like, into Paul's uh, journey and perhaps the reason that I'm uh, talking to you right now it, it was that belief in possibility that i got that if i could make google adwords work then i could make facebook work i could make newspapers work postcards email marketing community events and so on 
uh, and so forth. So, um, so it's great to have Liam in the team and, and watch this space. We'll be, um, you know, we'll be talking about that and your opportunity to, to uh, work with us further down the line. But for me, the next big thing for you, I would say, is either strategic planning or our sales bootcamp event, which is, um, which is always a sellout. So Paul at paulgoff.com uh, to get the best prices uh, up until the 31st of August. Right, lessons learned from my deleted YouTube channel. What the hell happened? Well, this is what happened. So Wednesday, about two weeks ago, I was, if you remember, I was coming back. If you follow me on social, I was coming back from Florida. Um, I'd gone... I'd gone home for grandma's uh, for my grandma's funeral. Uh, I then had to fly back to America uh, from Britain for ten days of back-to-back CEO events. So I did back-to-back CEO events. I did my strategic planning event. So I was on my own in in the US uh, without the kids for ten days. And um, Wednesday came, uh, finished my day in the office, uh, Uber to the airport. I was literally sat in a bar in Orlando Airport waiting to board my flight back to. Uh, back to England and I got a phone call off Jake who updates my YouTube channel every single day now and he said um, your YouTube channel has been deleted I said what I said no no you must just have the the wrong login he said no no it's been deleted he said I've tried every single possible way of getting in different servers different computers um, I said okay give me two minutes I'll try so I went on my phone um, pressed the app with all my obviously details that were already stored uh, your channel does not exist anymore heart started to race um, it's now uh, probably 35 to 40 minutes before I need to board a eight-hour flight back to Britain. It was a good job I'd had a couple of IPAs, that's for sure, because I may have been a little more anxious. Uh, I'm a little bit more anxious about the whole situation. So it kicked off anyway, um, a stream of events. We were speaking to people in England, speaking to Jake was on the phone to people um, or trying to get to people uh, to, uh, at YouTube and Google, which is just almost impossible absolutely impossible and even when you get through to somebody you put in a a long list of you know it could take two or three days before somebody gets back to you so the flight landed and i was told that we'd registered a um obviously a uh, an urgent note if you like to say that the channel had been uh, removed and we didn't know why could somebody get back to us and obviously urgently get the whole thing back up basically so we were told it would take 24 to 36 hours for this channel to come back uh that was on the thursday or the friday um and then on the Monday we were waiting and it still hadn't arrived. And then we reached out again on the Tuesday and asked, you know, what the hell is going on? And all of this is going on raising tickets over emails because they just won't speak to you. And we were told that the YouTube channel, um, because it had been uh, abandoned or deleted or whatever they called it, was I think the term they used was purged. It was put in a queue to be purged, which was deleted, um, which meant it was deleted. We pretty much lost all of the data because they couldn't recover it or recover it back. And after uh, you know numerous back and forth emails, we realised that the reason that they'd done it was because of music. Uh, that we'd used on videos probably three or four years ago that uh, they claimed was uh, not royalty free and it was when we used it and we had if you remember my Paul Goff Physio Rooms shows uh, we used to and and do use certain types of music and we'll reach out to people who uh, want to allow somebody like me to use that music as long as we mention who they are. So we would often have music underneath my videos, but we'll quote the person at the end as to who, whose music it is. And obviously we've got an email and a full written, you know, kind of, yeah, it's cool to use my music royalty free. Uh, but one of the influencers whose music that was, 
uh, pretty much now charges for everything that they do. And YouTube picked up on one of my uh, videos that used the music several times, or picked up on my videos that used that same music several times, and they classed it as a violation of their of their policies. Now, by the time we got to them, so the problem wasn't necessarily the videos. It was that by the time that they'd got round to our uh, case, if you like, which in the end took five or six days, um, the channel had been deleted and it, apparently it takes like 48 hours and it's gone. Like YouTube don't back anything up because it's not a paid for service. It's not like something like Infusion Software, they'll keep your data for, for months because you've paid for it and they want you to come back as a paid subscriber. YouTube literally gets rid of it and once it's purged, it's purged, it's gone. So uh, we were given the news on the Tuesday um, that the YouTube channel was gone. So every single video, all of my footprint, if you like, on YouTube uh, was completely removed, which was at first we thought, you know what, this is absolutely, it's it's like, it's not catastrophic, but it, it felt like my leg had been chopped off. Um, and that was the best way that I could explain it because for the, for me, the YouTube channel had been a source of leads, a source of viewers from all over the world. People have bought my stuff and come to my events and the original entry to Paul's world was YouTube. It was um, watch the videos, you know, do a search on, on YouTube for Paul Goff or marketing ideas or whatever and my videos would pop up because we had so many of them and people would get um, indoctrinated into my world via the YouTube videos. Uh, search me on Facebook or Google, opt into my email list, reach out, come to a program and, uh, you know, would, would become a customer at some point. So it felt it felt pretty, uh, it felt like we were exposed and that's the way that I can say it. We were, we were, um, we were, uh, yeah, the best way I can explain it was that I wasn't, you know, we're not dead as such as a company, um, but it felt like uh, somebody had, had chopped my leg off and, and um, I was struggling to, to kind of, to move. And that's the best way I can explain what it felt like to, to have my YouTube channel deleted. And when I searched my name for five days on YouTube, I literally didn't, didn't come up where uh, anything in the past I was, you know, I could dominate three, four, five pages of YouTube with marketing videos for, for physical therapists. So I've learned a lot of lessons. And, and again, and the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is please just head over to my YouTube channel, The Paul Goff. I'm uh, needing to get to a thousand subscribers and um, I would just love you to help me, support me to do that. We are putting out content for you now, like nonstop. So we, uh, and again, I, what, what was really ironic about the day was that before I left to get on the flight, and this is a true you know, true as I'm, I'm speaking to you now, I said to Jake, I want you to concentrate more on YouTube than Instagram uh, and make sure that Instagram is your, or, uh, that YouTube is your number one priority because that's where my legacy will be. And I, those exact words came out of my mouth to Jake, that, that the YouTube channel to me and the podcast are the two number one sources of, of Paul's brand, if you like, where, where all of the magic starts. Instagram's great. Um, Facebook's great, but all of these things will, you know, they're, they're, they'll come and go. Whereas I think YouTube and podcasts are the, the the big sort of mothership for Paul's brand and Paul's entry level stuff to to start the next step. That even if I wanted to take a break for a year or two, the podcast and the video will still exist and send the customers and leads to my office. So to be given the news two hours later that the whole thing was gone was like. <gasps> was was pretty devastating at the time so anyway uh, the poll golf if you can get back uh as a subscriber I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it because social proof is huge when people see that there's you know a thousand subscribers 
you are more likely to get more subscribers and the whole thing just just goes faster the more people that you have subscribed and i can get my privileges back uh from youtube i can do more things with them once i become a thousand person uh or a thousand subscribers uh we can set up a business uh, a branding uh, i can become a brand if you like as an influencer with youtube and i will never have to have this problem again because uh, again we didn't know this but we can set up a direct link with YouTube once you become a uh, once you become sort of certified with them, which we can get once we get to a thousand subscribers. So, I'd love you to help me with that, the Paul Goff. And again, my commitment to you is just a non-stop, never-ending stream of content that'll come out on YouTube. My five cities in five days stuff will be all over YouTube live. It's the only place we're going to put it out. Um, as well as we're bringing back the Paul Goff Physio Room show, which literally and there will be. Uh, a new episode starts today and we're moving towards two episodes a week of the Paul Goff Physio Room show. One of them will be me teaching my staff. So again, you know, the original format of the Paul Goff Physio Room show, which uh, took off when we first launched it in 2016. You'll get to see me working with my staff. I've recorded a lot of footage while I've been back that Joe will be editing and putting out and will solve specific problems for your front desk or treatment room uh, conversions and conversations. And then we're bringing out a Paul Goff Physio Room show on location so i travel a lot now i'm on flights i'm in and out of different cities and towns and very soon we're making uh, my tour global so you'll see a paul goff physio room show on location where we'll take the best bits of me traveling uh, any conversations that we're having candidly or any staff training you know we'll put some snippets in into the show so the youtube uh, channel will be definitely worth you checking out if you like what i put out and you like the way that i think and you you know just like my philosophy on life and business then you will absolutely love um, the stuff that we're putting out exclusively on to youtube so the paul goff and and one of the things that we've took from getting deleted that and again i'm going to start to share with you some big lessons now one of the things that from getting deleted it was a pain in the ass but it's gonna it's already forced us to rethink the youtube strategy and say okay how do we make this thing better how do we make it more uh impactful for the subscribers uh, and for the business and it forced us to get very clear on what we really want from youtube first of all how much it's uh, you know how important it is to it um and never to neglect it and, and to treat it like a you know a baby and a baby needs milk and uh, uh the milk in this instance is the content and the videos and the and the actual problems that were solved so we concluded at a strategic level that the new youtube channel will now become almost like a wikipedia for pts um a wikipedia for pts and that's ultimately what you'll start to see as you head over to the youtube channel um we really got clear on what type of content we want to put out we're not just putting out content for content's sake we're putting out content um you know sometimes micro clips of three or five minutes but the aim is to solve a problem for you with every single video it isn't uh, a rah-rah it isn't a hustle 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 it isn't get motivated and all that shit that people put out and is dominate you know is all over youtube that's not me that's not what i do i'm not here to motivate you i'm not here to inspire you i'm here to give you business skills that i believe once you get business skills you'll motivate and inspire your self i do not want to be a source of inspiration to you if i am by a byproduct of things that i say and do that is great but that's not my sole intention uh, my intention is to put out skills solve problems change the way you think change the way you see the problems that you've got in your business and in your life and in doing so you will motivate yourself more than anything that i or anybody else could do and that's ultimately now what the youtube channel is about so the, the first lesson was that yeah it was a it was a problem but it forced us into a situation to to ask what's good about this 
what is good about this? And it's a great question. It's Tony Robbins 101. It's something that I learned from him a few years ago. Um, when a problem happens in your life, a great question to ask is, what is good about this? And another question, what else could this mean? There are two great questions there for you to consider as you get some hassle or shit or problems or challenges in your life. Ask yourself, what is good about this situation? If you've got a problem in your relationship, what is good? Well, it's forcing you to consider whether or not this is the person you want to be with. What's good about the fact um, that you've had your YouTube channel deleted? Well, it forced us to consider, uh, was the strategy right? Were we happy with what we were doing with YouTube recently? No, we were just starting to move towards it, but it forced us to rethink it. And I do firmly now believe we have a much better strategy for YouTube channel uh, that will serve me and my customers and my clients and, and PTs all over the world. So if you if you take that view of life, which I do when I work at it every day, that everything happens for you, not to you, um, that's the way that you will grow. If you are stuck right now, it's usually because you are thinking that stuff is happening to you. Why is that person doing this to you? Why is that insurance company doing this to you? Why is your staff leaving why is that happening to you it's not it's happening for you all of these things are just things that you need to evolve and grow through no matter what life chucks at you uh in this game of business you know in your relationships just with friends with family with mothers with fathers with just family who you thought were were always going to be there to help you and, and all of a sudden you realize that they may not be uh, as interested in you as you thought that they might have been when you were a, a kid uh before growing up these things are just happening for you to force you to evolve and look closely and more closely at the people who will be there for you, the, the people that you do want in your life, the people that will support you in your life, that the staff, uh, you know, for, for one one bad egg, yeah, you might have one complete asshole in the team, um, but I've no doubt you've got nine others. Don't focus on the complete asshole. It's forcing you to realize that you've got nine other people who have got your back and who do support you, who, as I like to see it, expose the asshole in the team don't give the asshole all of your time and energy give it to the other nine people and it's usually the fastest way to to, to force the asshole out of the business when they realize that they're not sucking you and draining you of your energy and your attention so first lesson uh, what else could this mean um, and how do you use any of these challenges or problems as an opportunity? And one thing that I um, took from it, and, and this is a testament to my team, uh, Amy and Jake and Sophie, uh, they were on this within days. And by the time I'd got back in the office, I took a few days off, uh, having not seen the kids for, for 10 days. So I always take two or three days off after to uh, just hang around the home and just, just be present, if you like, for, for you know just, just daddy things uh, in the house if I've, if I've been away for a little while. One of the things they did, and I arrived back in my office, they had a full-scale plan to fix this problem. They, I walked back in, they got their heads together, they said exactly what we were going to do, um, how we were going to restore the YouTube channel, how many videos we were going to put up every day, who was going to do it, what sacrifices we were going to make, what we were going to give up, um, what the, you know, the next two or three months needed to look like, what videos we needed to restore, when, uh, why we needed to do that. They had everything ready for me. So as much as I'd lost a YouTube channel, I actually think I gained um uh, even deeper commitment from uh three members of my team which is uh, probably significantly more important than any uh videos on youtube so it's all happening um for us not necessarily to us it's very easy to get resentful it's very easy to get annoyed and kick off and scream but 
what the fuck's the point of that? Like, when did that? It's like protesting. When did it achieve anything? Like, what's the point? Like, it just it just doesn't do anything. Like, what's the point in kicking off and screaming and shouting at, at, at somebody or being resentful? Like, it, it doesn't do anything. It's never done anything for anybody in the history of, of mankind. So, um, uh, the key is to recognize when you're about to do it um, and choose to just walk down a different path so you don't get sucked into that crappy way of living. So, some other lessons. I... Um, work with business coaches i've got three different people that i seek for advice uh mentorship some i speak to weekly some i speak to sporadically and some i speak to every three months um and one of the things that i got taught when this business of mine started to explode so the physio business got to a certain point and obviously my focus uh went into paul goff media uh, saw the opportunity for a global impact global um global company where we could probably do 10x what whatever we were doing in the physio business so it was like okay paul's pulling all of his time and resources really towards growing that company uh, while still protecting the baby that he that he started the paul Goff physio rooms which uh, at some point i will swing back to and, and look to you know push on a notch from from all of the lessons that i'm learning now and one of the things that i got introduced to very um very quickly by a very smart business coach of mine was a philosophy called growth through risk mitigation growth through risk mitigation and really that was the first time i'd heard of anything uh, like that where you could grow through mitigating risk and it took me a little while to get my head around it and as i started to grow this business from let's say one million in revenue and and you know three staff to uh 3.5 close to four million in revenue with however many staff now one of the um one of the things that uh, I, I started to realize was that we were growing so fast because we were able to identify risk and mitigate it. Said differently, the reasons or the primary reason that most businesses don't grow fast. So whether you're right now a quarter of a million in revenue trying to get to one million, the reason that that business can get stuck is that you don't see the risks. And when you don't take time to consider the risks, you lose time in um, rectifying the impact of the risk. Okay, you lose time in rectifying the impact of the risk that you didn't see coming that ultimately happened to you. The obsession, the obsession, and, and again, if you follow me, you know, I'm, I'm very much strategic. I'm, I live and breathe at the strategic level. I try not to get sucked into the tactics of, of business and I try not to teach anything to do with tactics. Other people can do that for you. But really, it's at the, the, the bottom of the barrel, if you like, and that, that is something I mean respectfully. Tactics are very, very easy. Strategic stuff and the way that you think and see these things is why a business grows. And if a business owner can start thinking more strategically um, and, and do things tactically, I'm not saying don't do things tactically, just don't communicate and think tactically because that's ultimately where you'll you'll get stuck. The, the t at the tactical level, at the tactical level of running a business, it's all about doing things, right? It's like the next Facebook ad, it's the next um, the next thing we're gonna sell, it's the next marketing campaign, it's the Infusionsoft uh, stuff, it's the Facebook or Google or, or whatever, right? What's our prices need to be? Like, it, it's very tactical. And at the strategic level, we're starting to think a lot more about if we're gonna grow a business, what's gonna stop us growing a business? Well, what'll stop us growing a business is problems and challenges right that, that we didn't see coming because ultimately every business owner gets problems and challenges still to this day i'm walking into challenges with staff and problems uh cash flow forecasts and so on and so forth no matter how big this business gets and, and how successful it appears to be 
we still get problems and challenges. We still get the same shit happening. The difference might just be that I see it coming. I see it coming. And and that is, uh, uh, I believe it's because I was or had my head turned to the idea that you grow through mitigating risk. The ruthless pursuit of more money and more profit is ultimately what gets business owners stuck. And I could never understand that early doors. And I used to think, yeah, that's easy for you to say, but because it, it's got to be about more money or it's got to be about more profit. And it isn't. It's got to be about growing, right? And continuing to grow and you'll grow through risk mitigation. And guess what happens if you mitigate risk and you continue to grow? You make more money and you get more profit. So the focus has to shift. But it's so difficult for you because you are, and, and I included, we are bombarded with messages from business consultants and coaches and all over YouTube and all over Facebook telling us to you know make more money, make more money, work harder, work harder, work harder. And ultimately, the focus on making more money will only take you far so far until you realize that what is going to cost you more money than you can ever make is the fact that you didn't see certain things coming in the business i.e having a youtube channel that if or having a youtube channel deleted that if i'd have been uh, blasé enough to think that just because my youtube channel was successful and that it delivered leads and i didn't do anything to protect the videos and i didn't do anything to create other channels that would bring leads in i.e a podcast facebook ads google ads uh, running adverts in trade magazines and getting to events and so on and so forth if i didn't have the diligence to do that this business would have been in real trouble right now it would have been in a world of hurt but because we'd thought about the possibility the possibility of losing YouTube. We actually had a backup plan, and I'm going to talk you through that in a moment, but we're starting at the high level. So I'm going to put it to you that as well as um, your job is to create the marketing uh, strategy and understand the marketing message and the client and the patient, as well as your job is to recruit A players and have a hiring system that uh, brings in the right people to your team and you enforce the rules and the standards and the, and the culture. Your job is to also identify risk. Identify risk. Where in your business is something gonna go wrong that is coming down the stream right now to you? It's gonna something, every single one of you who is listening to this podcast right now is and will be slapped in the face with something in the next 24 hours, seven days, 28 days, or 90 days that you currently don't think is gonna happen. And here's my point to you. The thing happening to you is not the problem. How you react to the thing happening to you is the problem. And that I can tell you now for nearly five years of working with businesses and just reflecting on my own stupid mistakes, it's nearly always in the, it's nearly always because I didn't see something coming and I reacted stupidly that I got stuck on a hamster wheel in business. I'm going to say this again because it's too profound, too profound for you to miss, that you didn't see your front desk person quitting, who you think is an absolute rock star, who you rely on, who has all the processes and systems in her head, who opens the clinic, who does pretty much everything. You didn't see that she was going to quit because you currently believe that she's invested in you. She loves you to bits. She'll support you. She'll help you. She wants to be there. But what you didn't factor in was that a husband has a job and he earns a quarter of a million dollars a year 
or just being offered a job for a quarter of a million dollar year, a year, three states away, and she's leaving. Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with your performance, your culture, your uh, personality. Nothing to do with anything that was in your control, and yet you are now in the shit because of it. But you are not in the shit because of it. You are in the shit because you did not see it coming. As a result, you will spend two or three weeks in mourning, down, negative, dour, wondering why the world is conspiring against you. You'll put up a shitty job ad on Indeed. You'll rush the hiring process through as fast as possible. You'll end up with a complete nugget who you employed quite simply because they smiled at you in the interview, made you feel uh, good that they could solve your problem for you. They battered their eyes in front of you and they promised you that everything would be fine, that they would work hard and they would learn the systems and they'll do everything that you need them to do. You think all of your Christmases have come at once, you employ that person, and three or four weeks later, you realize you've employed a complete dummy. And so the process starts again. You, for three or four weeks, know that you've employed a dummy, uh, but you keep giving them chance after chance after chance until the fourth week, and they do something which is com a complete cock up, uh, and is the straw that broke the camel's back, you ask them to leave. You've now got nobody answering the phone for a week. You've rushed the hiring process through again and you continue to make the same mistakes. This time you might give them a little bit longer because you are really in the shit now. And then it's six months has gone by and you realize that not only have you lost your best ever employee, you lost a six weeks because the first one you employed was a dummy, but you've kept the one on the front desk now for six months who is average at best just because you would be in a world of hurt again if you got rid of that one. That is why businesses stop growing. In a nutshell, I could give you countless scenarios of why these things, or, or, of things that happen, that ultimately cause the business owner to get distracted from growing the company. In, in, in that type of situation, your business is spiraling out of control rapidly. There is no focus on growth. You're not thinking about prices. You've probably took your eye off the ball with cash flow. You've probably took your eye off the ball with billing. You've probably took your eye off the ball with the other two or three members of staff who you used to give a lot of love to that now you can't because you're so consumed by that one single thing that happened to you that, that you didn't see coming. And you look back at the end of the year and you realize that your profits are down and it was primarily because of that person leaving. But that's the effect. The, the real cause was that you didn't have a backup plan for when that person did inevitably leave. So your job, if you are a business owner, listen to this, and, and I'm, I'm here for business owners, fledgling business owners wanting to grow, that's what we help. Uh, we help business owners who've started their business, who've ultimately got stuck. Uh, yeah, we can get you going with your marketing to, to, to kick you on. Um, but a lot of the lessons that we're now passing on are specifically for business owners who've started their business and they're just stuck. They've hustled, they've got out of the door, the the uh, you know initial wave of patience was there, but now they are just lost uh, for what to do to grow that business to the next level. This is what you have to start to do and think like. And much of the the, the coaching that we do for you know all of our clients now from all over the world is around this type of thinking. How do we help you mitigate risk? How do we help you identify where the problems and challenges really are? And if we can't find them, let's get paranoid in business and again i was taught this a few years ago you need a healthy dose of paranoia that, that everybody's out to get you everybody's leaving everybody wants your money everybody's gonna fucking walk all over you right now the reality is that they're not 
but I think you need a healthy dose of it. And, and, and it's important not to get consumed by paranoia and fear and doubt, but it's equally as important to consider that all of these things could happen because they are happening. Um, so one of the things that we did with YouTube, and this is how we were able to rectify it in the lessons, we backed up every single video that we've ever put out. We either had it in a server, and this is uh, hats off to Amy. Um, she was the one who, who kind of introduced all of the saving of the data and storing it in different areas. We had most of the videos stored in at least two different uh, platforms, servers, you know, in the cloud type thing. We also had them all over Facebook and so on. So we were able to go back and get all of pretty much 80% of the videos that we had up on YouTube, certainly the ones that we knew were the impactful ones. And then what we did was we worked out, all right, well, where's the 80-20 rule? 80-20 rule is a great book. Um, Richard Koch, K-O-C-H, he teaches an 80-20 principle that basically in everything, everything, there's an 80-20 rule that um, of, of um, all of the videos that we put out, all of the videos that we put out, 80% of them were probably not that important just find the 20% that were. So we, we figured out that and we followed that logic. So we went and found the videos that we thought were the most impactful, that, that you know, represented what we wanted uh, people to, to know about Paul Goff, the brand, and, and you know, what we thought were the most impactful videos that would solve problems for people in our new, uh, you know, the, the Wikipedia, if you like, that we are creating on the new YouTube channel. So we mitigated risk that way. And the reason that we mitigated risk uh, risk was because we had a conversation that went like this and, and this is the way that I think about business is it possible or probable that this would happen okay so I want you to write this down when you get a moment possible or probable the minute that something is possible you need to have a contingency plan for it and depending upon how probable it is determines how high up the list of priorities it is that you must spend time and allocate resources creating that contingency. So I'll talk you through it. So in the case of a YouTube channel, we'd already discussed a few years ago, is it possible that YouTube could be deleted? Yes, because at the time when we started to think about this, Facebook uh, accounts were getting shut down. Google was getting uh, very brutal, if you like, at, at the uh, deleting and removing of websites from their search engines because they wanted people to move towards Google Ads. So we started to think about the fact that, yeah, it's possible that my YouTube channel could get deleted. But the second question was then, well, is it probable? Well, it's very unlikely. It, it was very unlikely that, that my YouTube channel was going get, to get deleted. Now, ultimately, it happened. But at the time, because we considered it possible, but not probable, we had a backup plan. The backup plan was to have every single video so that if we ever did get shut down, we could get that YouTube channel back up and running. Now it'll take us three months and that's fine. You know, in the grand scheme of a 25 year business, which is the game I always play, it's it's turbulence. It's a, it's turbulence, okay? The plan hasn't come down. It's turbulence because we considered it being possible and probable. And we considered the possibility, was it over, over uh, overarching? Yes, this is possible. But we also thought that the risk was low. So the probability was very, very low. So we, we um, we did the right thing by having a contingency of all of the videos that, like I said, will take us now three months. We literally sat and th thought, okay, how do we get these videos back up? Uh, we brought in and have brought in, and um, there's one of them literally outside my office. Uh, we brought in a couple of college kids, perfect time, it's over summer. Kids, you know, I, I literally went home and said to Natalie, who do you know that's got a, a teenager that sat on their, their ass basically all summer? Uh, would like to come in uh, and, and get you know get a um, a wage for, for uploading my videos back onto YouTube. 
uh, we put them on a, a pound or a, you know, a dollar a video if you like for every video that they upload they can work from home or they can come into the office uh, get their videos and, and we're averaging around about 25 to uh, 35 videos a day getting back up onto the YouTube channel so certainly within two or three months we're going to have all the videos back up so we uh, were able to mitigate the risk and there's already a good presence and a lot of videos being watched again on YouTube so my question to you um, and this is where I want you to start thinking and hopefully you can take something from me where is the single point of failure in your business where's the single point of failure in your business right now there is one you possibly just haven't uh, considered it at this type of level who is leaving if you've got 10 staff at least two of them are leaving take it from me if you've got 10 staff two of them are leaving they just haven't announced it yet they are actively thinking about it or their performance is so shitty that you'll have to make sure that they leave there's always at least one or two people in every office particularly once you get to 10 even five there'll be at least one person who is leaving it just hasn't been discussed publicly their behavior their attitude and their standards are so bad that they are showing you that they are leaving because they are disinterested or their performance and their standards are okay but they're just actively looking for a new opportunity moving to a new state or whatever it will be if you don't face up to that more fool you and i mean that with the utmost respect that in every single organization that is happening. In fact, in my company, I predicted in March that two, if not three people would be gone by the end of the year. Two of them are gone, or one of them is about to leave within a week. And I was able to make that prediction based upon performance. The performance was not where I, where I expected it to be. And no matter what we did or what we said, we just could not get that performance to the standards and the levels that I expect of a company the size of ours with the impact that we want to make. And much of the, the problem that you have with staff when you're in a fast growing business is that the standards that you had to get you started are not the standards that you want to get you to 10 million. It's very, very different. And um, I predicted in, in March that that would happen and it, and it came to um, you know it came to fruition. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned this year. That ultimately when you know, you know, and it, it's just a matter of time. So somebody is leaving you right now. And in fact, when I sat with uh, one of the managers of, of the business, uh, my operations manager, Sophie, uh, on Tuesday, um, you know, I said, yeah, you know, it's the right thing that the two people were leaving. It's the right thing for us and it's the right thing for them. There's no, there's no remorse, there's no sadness, there's nothing. It's just, it's the right thing to do for, for everybody in the business for those two people to move on. And then uh, Sophie said, well, how, how do you feel right now? Um, you know, what, are, you, are you content? I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always content. But I also know that now we need to start sitting down and going, who's next? Who are the next two people that we need to have coverage for? Because I've got 11 staff. Two of them are actively leaving. I just don't know which ones they are. They haven't announced it to me. I, I, and I'm very happy with them all. Right now, and that's the irony, I'm very, very happy with everybody I've got in my media team. However, it's just a matter of time. It's three, six, nine months at best before one of their performance starts to drop, before one of their attitude changes, before one of their priorities changes, before some guy or girl comes into their life and turns their head and wants them to move out of town, or some guy or girl comes into their life, or some distraction happens that causes them to take their eye off the ball from my uh, standards and, and my work, if you like. And that's cool. I have no problems with it because that's life. I, my, my job is not to stop these things. These are going to go on and these forces are so stronger than anything that I could ever fight. My job is to be ready for it, the inevitable day that it happens. And one of the things that I often teach is that um, a good strategy, again, I was taught years ago by the same business coach was um, ultimately every single month, on the first of every month, mentally fire every single member of your staff. 
on the first of the month mentally fire every single member of your staff and it just forces you to come up with a contingency as to what you would do if that person wasn't around uh, in four weeks when i'm back in orlando i'm going to sit for a day and just literally play chess with my team who if they left would i get to replace their their roles and the minute that i think that we are exposed in that team if that person leaves that's the job ads that i'm going to put out in september and it's not that i want rid of that person it's not that i don't want that person to succeed it's that i want to protect my organization my little baby now very big baby from harm because guess what that's my job that's that's my duty that's what i'm having to do to navigate the rapid growth of a multi-million dollar global company that is a juggernaut now that is on its way to you know to, to eight figures in the next couple of years but we're not going to get there by me stupidly thinking it's just more about you know it's all about more more clients and more memberships and more people joining mastermind it isn't those things have to happen but they'll only happen if i mitigate risk so who in your company is leaving who in your co i don't care how tight you think you've got it with your staff you are foolish foolish and i'll tell you to your face if i saw you you are foolish if you think that, that that they're not you know that they're capable of staying around forever you've got to be living in cuckoo land if you think that it is much better to even consider the idea that they'll leave and then ask what you would do about it and if you haven't got a plan that's the next thing that you need to work on uh for example another single point of failure which is the big insurance company that you rely on that you're going to get an email from in the next couple of months that's cut your fees by 40 percent I've, I've worked with a business who relied upon one insurance company who literally had that happen to them. 60% of their, their clients was was through one company, slashed their fees by about 35% overnight, boom, profit margins wiped out in a world of hurt. Stupidly, didn't see it coming, knew that they needed to move towards some, some level of cash pay to mitigate the risk, stubbornly refused to do it. Picks up the phone to me in a world of hurt, now scrambling to get their marketing in play to get more cash people coming through the door. Now ultimately, they'll actually be better off. Um, you know, we need less patients when they're charging cash anyway, but it's it's six to 12 months. Luckily that company has a bit of money in the bank and they can survive the storm, but if they didn't, uh, they'd be in a world of hurt. Another one that I've seen for, for business owners, particularly fledgling business owners just getting started, when is the landlord going to evict you? I'll say it again. When is the landlord going to ask you to move on? You currently are relying upon all of those people in the gym that you rent the little room on. Great until that landlord has plans for that room that don't involve you. Then where do your patients come from? I've had two, two clients who've come to me in the exact same situation where they are uh, high and mighty and making an absolute fortune, but primarily they're making a fortune because of their location. It had nothing to do really with their PT skills. It's that they were in a great location in a gym that had a thousand members that were in and out of PT all day every day. They had to do no marketing for it. All of a sudden the gym owner needs to use that room to put in a spa or something that he, uh, that, that he wanted to do and they're in a complete world of hurt. They've got no marketing plan, no Google ads, no website, nothing. Again, mitigate the risk. Mitigate the risk. Another one, backing up your patient list. Backing up your marketing list. Every Friday, we back up every single name and address of patients and clients, and it's stored on a completely different server so that anything happened to Infusionsoft, anything happened to my EMR, I use TM3, uh, my patient database, I have the patients because ultimately YouTube channel going down wasn't the problem. The biggest problem would have been if I didn't have the videos saved. That was the bit that would have hurt me. So losing YouTube is, a, is turbulence. Losing or not having all of the videos that I put out over five years saved in another server was the plane crashing. Like that, that was the problem. That would have been sleepless nights for, for months. 
So even things like patient patient addresses and names and telephone numbers, if your business or building burns down um, or your software provider goes bust and loses all of the data, you currently think it's not going to happen, but I'm telling you now it's already happened and it'll happen to, to some PT listening to this that you lose your data. And then you're screwed because your business can start again tomorrow. If you have the 500 patients backed up, you can give them all a ring, you can send them all a letter and tell them that you've moved to a new location. Good luck trying to do it if you can't ring them or write to them. So hopefully you've, you, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I've waxed lyrical for long enough. Um, but look, there's a whole new world and I keep, hopefully I'm using this podcast to get it across to you. There's a whole new world of business other than just hustle and just always needing more patience. Now, you need to get the hustle to start and you need the patience. Yeah, absolutely coming through the door. But I promise you it's not the be all and end all of growing a business. This entire podcast is dedicated to business lessons. And, and it, it's it's so much more than just about getting new patients. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of doing. It's a way of acting. Uh, it's living at the strategic level of running a business, which I need you to be at. And I, I implore you to get to as fast as possible. Get out of the rat race of doing, 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 hustling, hustling and hustling because uh, if you don't you'll stay stuck there and if you've been stuck for six months 12 months at the same level at the same profit the same revenue and you're trying to grow it's a pretty good sign that you're stuck at the tactical level which is it's the rat race at the tactical level so uh, we invite you whenever you are ready to come and join us we've got hundreds of customers and clients now from all over the world at this new level uh, come on in start with a strategic plan and day or hop straight into mastermind whatever you think you're ready for but don't stay stuck uh, in the tactical world where sadly most people uh, are and that is the reason that they get stuck this is the type of thinking that goes on daily in my programs this is the type of conversations that we're having at my events type of conversations you'll have with my coaches uh, type of conversations you'll have with my business owners when you get to the events with us and so on and so forth so uh, we're here this is all happening on a daily basis we're just waiting for you to come in uh, and join us. So I'm going to leave you uh, with a final wrap. Remember that every business owner needs a healthy dose of paranoia. You're not taking it to bed with you. You're not waking up thinking that the whole world's out to get you. A healthy dose of paranoia that forces you to consider what will happen when the shit hits the fan that you have a plan for when the shit does hit the fan. Because it may not be hitting it today or may not have hit today, but it's hitting and it's not what happens to you it's on the way to hitting is the right way to consider it and it's not what happens to you it's ultimately how you react that costs you growth and success in business growth through written uh, risk mitigation is a strategic way of running that business and like i said for us losing the videos wasn't the problem not having them backed up would have been the catastrophic problem but we considered that it was possible and therefore we had a contingency uh, for it and instead of being a plane crash it is turbulence for a couple of weeks anyway i'm gonna leave you there uh, thanks for listening i'm off now for a couple of weeks but we'll give you daily updates uh from uh stuff that i've done over the last year or two jake and amy have a daily uh routine for you now uh hopefully uh it's making an impact in you turn us up turn us on uh every single day and if you could give my instagram uh, a follow the paul goff but i would love you to head over to my youtube channel the Paul Goff. If I've ever impacted you with anything, any of my podcasts, any of my videos, or anything in the past that has made a dent in your, you know, your way of thinking, uh, I'd love you to head over to my uh, YouTube channel, The Paul Goff, uh, and help me get to a thousand subscribers in the next couple of weeks, so I can get some of my uh, privileges um, back, and that would be uh, wonderful. And if you come into a strategic planning day, the Paul at PaulGoff.com and Sales Bootcamp. 
uh, if that's the one you need. $300 off until the 31st of August. Right, I'm out of here. I've got my last few hours. I'm off to a team meeting. I'm six minutes late from doing this podcast. Uh, I'm downstairs to a team meeting, and then I'm out of the building uh, for a couple of weeks, and I'll let you know uh, when I come back whether it was a boy or a girl. Have fun. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.